You're listening to the OKC82 Podcast with Brady Trantham and Madison Morris. The best place for OKC Thunder basketball. A part of 1077 The Franchise Podcast Network. Kendra employees because they say they're protecting them too much. How the hell can they do that? I was like, um, we have lice outside of this place. Like, you can't take away my Apple Watch. I have to keep up with things. They're like, well, there's been a lot of customer complaints that um, employees are paying too much attention to their watches. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I have another job. I have to pay attention to my watch. Yeah, you should be able to have some pool since you're a manager. Seriously, that that's so silly. That is so, like, older generational. Um, I don't know. There's a difference between, like, an employee that's blatantly not paying attention to customers. Like, because, you know, I bartended... And, and so I'm, I'm well aware of this and I've been so annoyed with the whole like taking away of phones because they're not just they're not just like a toy anymore. They're they're a part of our livelihoods. And for you and for me, it's it's like a part of our other jobs. So um, there is a dif- exactly. there is a difference between uh, people when they are not paying attention and looking at their phone and people that are using their phone when it's necessary and when they have time to. So that's that's stupid. Seriously, I know. It's so annoying, but so far we can still have them. So I got to keep up with it a little bit today. So I can't think of anything else I missed, except I saw that like Boogie Cousins is going to L.A. Yeah, um, the Lakers have their big three now. Um, Anthony Davis, uh, Boogie Cousins return once again, added again, time and time again. And with Rajon Rondo, who also played with them in New Orleans where they uh, – famously defeated the Portland Trailblazers in four games in the first round of the playoffs. So uh, L.A. basketball is going to be exciting. Uh, but Madison, uh, by the way, everybody, welcome to the OKC82 podcast. Um, yeah, um, we usually put out the basketball insider show. Um, Madison and I wanted to have a little bit more time to see if anything potentially happened today. And with the way the news was going, um, I wouldn't have been surprised if Russell was dealt um, between uh, our show from 10 to noon this morning and Madison getting off of work. So we just we wanted to wait, and there have been some things that have occurred. But really, Madison, we need to start from square one because I, I did the Periscope last night. You were asleep because you have a life and you were tired, and good, good on you. Um, but really quick, um, I just wanted to get like your A, B, C, and D, like just the the entire situation from the time where you woke up and you you know you groggy eyed and you looked at your phone and then it became so clear and apparent that the Thunder had traded Paul George. Yeah, well, let's start from square one. So this morning I woke up about seven a.m. and obviously, like this is almost old news by that time. So I wake up. And the first thing I see is a text and uh, it was my boyfriend actually asking me, wait, is this serious? Uh, Did Paul George really get traded to Los Angeles? And like Brady said, I'm completely groggy. Like I have no idea what's going on. And so I'm just like, what? And sure enough, like before I can even answer him, I immediately get on Twitter because Twitter knows all things. (laughs) And I... I get on Twitter and I'm just kind of scrolling through it. And sure enough, that is all I'm seeing. I'm not even seeing anything that has like nothing to do with basketball. Everything has to do with basketball. Everything has to do with Paul George being traded. Uh, everything has to do with Kawhi Leonard. 
And I'm like, what? I didn't even know that that was something that was in the talks, like something that was in the making. And that's how sneaky the NBA is right now. Because, like, I I know I'm not, like, the most insider insider, but uh, I I don't know. I had never even heard talks about Paul George going anywhere else. So that actually came as a big surprise for me. Um, Yeah, so uh, seeing Paul George in a Clippers uniform, that's going to be quite interesting. But... You know, at the same time, I, I think I would have been, I'm like more surprised about Paul and I would have been less surprised about someone else, maybe even like Steven or Russell Westbrook, just because uh, they've been here for so long. But Paul, when he made, it was like a three-part series about not going to Los Angeles last year, and now here we are a year later and he's going to Los Angeles, not to the Lakers, but to the Clippers, and like that's the only difference here. But all of a sudden, Los Angeles trumps Oklahoma City. I almost said OSU. What the heck? <laughs> um, uh, or you've got you've got orange in your blood. It's okay. I'm looking at my OSU pillow. While I'm talking right now. I think that just like totally. Oh, you, you, do you cuddle a Pistol Pete pillow? <laughs> I don't. But I have this. Uh, it's real quick. It's just a homemade pillow that one of my uh, former teachers made me when I graduated high school. And now seven years later, I still have it. So it's awesome. That is, that is precious. It's cute. But um, yeah, it was just kind of another situation where Los Angeles trumps Oklahoma City. Oh my gosh, Oklahoma City. I'm saying it again. But it was just like, oh my gosh, that was just, it was just kind of a weird thing to wake up to this morning, um, especially because I knew we had a show today, and I was actually thinking last night, what are we going to talk about, Summer League? Like, maybe talk a little bit about Zion and RJ. That's going to be interesting to talk about for two straight hours, but no, we were given plenty of content to talk about this morning with Paul George leaving, and uh, yeah, that was kind of a long point A, so... It was just, yeah, it was a hectic morning, and it's continued to be a hectic day. But that's the NBA for you. Yeah, I mean, I mean, when when you when you go back and look at all the players that were involved in this entire transaction, it it was it was basically the perfect storm of silence because you've you've got the Thunder involved. Who Madison, you and I are very familiar with how quiet that organization is. They're probably the most tight-lipped organization in the NBA. You've got Kawhi, sure. you've got Kawhi Leonard who doesn't say anything, but apparently is a hell of a recruiter. He's like Nick Saban out there uh, grabbing a five star in Paul George, <laughs> who was already committed and and you know probably playing for another school. Nah, uh, it was it was Devious. it was just one of those situations where um, and you know even Paul George who has been vocal in the past back going back to his days with the Pacers, uh, whenever he feels like he whenever he felt like he wanted to get traded, he was vocal about it. But Paul is, he is of the personality that he's more of a, he, I hesitate to say a team player because of what just happened. He just demanded a trade from a team that he signed an extension with and had said time and time again, I want to be here. I want to play with Russell Westbrook. So I, I, I hesitate to say that he's a team player, but Paul was here long enough to understand how the Thunder do things and was at least respectful enough to not make such a fuss about it, not make such a stink about it in the uh, few days after he demanded a trade, he could have very well been public about it. His agent could have been very well public about it. Um, we've seen Clutch and Rich Paul, Anthony Davis. We've seen how that situation turns out. And ultimately, I mean, it worked out for the Thunder because they were able to work in silence and uh, they were able to leverage uh, <laughs> the Toronto Raptors uh, against the LA Clippers. So, uh, and with that, they were able to get just, 
I mean, it's really hard to fathom what exactly the Thunder got because, first of all, the first pick isn't even until 2021. And then after that, it's like some of the Heat's, some of the Heat's uh, first-round picks, uh, the, uh, the Clippers' first-round picks. There's pick swaps involved. There's one protected first-round pick down the road. Um, I mean, I've seen tweets already that the Thunder basically won the draft rights to a fifth grader right now walking around. So that kind of puts it into perspective of like, yes, Thunder fans now have a lot more optimism about the future now than they did probably 24 hours ago when uh, we were all pretty much resigned to the fact that this team was banking on running it back and hoping that Paul George could come back healthy and that they could recapture some of that magic that they had in the middle of the year last year where they were one of the best teams in the league. I mean, I don't necessarily disagree with that logic because of how strapped for cash the Thunder were. They didn't have a lot of assets to move. Um, outside of obviously their their top dogs, but they weren't planning on doing that until Paul approached the front office. Um, so, uh, you know, it the Thunder now they're, they're at a crossroads, and apparently there have been reports. I mean, Adrian Wojnarowski reported earlier today that Russell Westbrook and his agent have been in conversations with the Thunder about the future. And now he he didn't say it's set in stone that Russell wants wants out of here. All that was said was that they are simply just discussing where to go from here. Uh, Russell could very well want to stay in Oklahoma City. And Madison, you and I know him pretty well. We we understand that he is an absolute creature of habit. He, he appreciates um, not having to change his routine that much. He appreciates how the Thunder know him inside and out and can cater to that desire for, to keep a routine. So, like, yes, does Ru- does Russ Westbrook probably thrive better, like, brand-wise in a flashier city like L.A., New York, or Miami? Well, of course, but Russell doesn't necessarily value those things because he feels he can do all that on his own time and just by his own merit. I mean, he's he said before he doesn't believe in small markets. If you're good at what you do, you're going to get noticed, and Russell has you know proven that to be right. So Russell could very well be of the mind of, I, I want to stay here. I want to be a one team guy. And also there's the, there's the effect of maybe he just wants to, now I do what I want again. Yeah, no, I mean, those are all really, really good points just because Russell, he's kind of a hard catch to read, uh, in the sense of what he might do in this type of situation. But I completely agree. Just some of the stuff that he said to us, the way he's been in Oklahoma city, um, pretty much his entire career well like with the same organization his entire career that that really speaks volumes right now in this league because i feel like the past oh gosh i i'm sure it's even longer than this but i feel like in the past three four five years uh these guys are really starting to chase the bright lights i think a lot of people are very very interested in playing in giant markets with lots of publicity with lots of history with lots of Uh, flashiness and just I mean I get it I can't really speak to that in a sense because I'm an Oklahoma native I've never lived in Los Angeles or New York City Um, I've never even been to Los Angeles so I can't really like speak to uh, a lot going on in California right now but with Russell Westbrook he has said countless times exactly what Brady said he's a creature of habit he doesn't want to change because he doesn't think he needs to change And so this whole situation with him potentially going to another team, okay, that might be something he's ready to do if he is trying to expand his career. But he straight up said, you know, 
I don't need to change anything. Have I changed anything in 11 years? Nope. Like, he really just doesn't plan on changing anything about his game. So why why would he change teams? And so, I don't know. He That might be totally off the rails right now. But he's just, he's very set in his ways. And that's not always a bad thing. But I really feel like the league right now is all about evolving. And that's why these guys are moving around so much. They're searching for new opportunities for themselves. That is part of the business. And I totally get that. And with Russell Westbrook, he has it made here in Oklahoma City. These people would lay out the red carpet for Russell Westbrook anywhere he went in the city. And I get it. Like, he's been here the whole time that this team has been in Oklahoma City. He is the face of this organization. He snaps his fingers and things pretty much fall into place the way he wants them to. And now, I know that a lot of rumors are going around that he's just not a guy that these guys want to play with anymore, and that's why people keep leaving. I mean, we don't know that for sure, so that's all just pure speculation. But he has got everybody just on their toes for him at all times. So, I mean, I'm not saying that that's like a monstrous thing and that's uh, what the Thunder organization is doing right now, just catering to his every need. But, I mean, they kind of are in a sense, and that's not a bad thing. It's just he has got it made here. So that's something he might take into consideration with all this trade talk, with all this uh, going to Sam Presti and requesting a trade. Yeah, Paul George did it, but Russell Westbrook has been here for far, like a far much longer time than Paul George has. And, yes, Paul George was very well respected in the city. I'm sure I doubt he's going to get totally booed off the court like Kevin Durant did his first return back to Chesapeake but Russell Westbrook there's no telling what he's going to do right now because I see it from both sides when it comes to this guy because he enjoys being able to be the face of this franchise he enjoys being a leader here I mean he could very well walk over to another team and he's going to have to like knock down a few inches on the totem pole like it's probably not going to be handed to him right away and he's going to have to deal with far more pushy media than he thinks he has in Oklahoma City if he goes to a big city so I don't know what Russell Westbrook is going to do but there's just a lot of there's a lot of talk right now and I don't know it might come to light now it might come to light later but it, that's something that I think a lot of Thunder fans are really going to have their eyes open for right now I mean, yeah, I mean, just to give some more perspective on how much of a creature of habit Russell Westbrook is, I mean, his his annual Why Not Bowl, like the bowling charity event that he does, it's always at that same bowling alley um, down in Edmond, and it's always at that same bowling alley because that's when Russell Westbrook came to Oklahoma City when he was initially drafted by the Thunder, um, Russell, of course, grew up like, like uh, he liked to bowl. And that was just the first bowling alley that he happened upon, and he liked it enough, and he just kept coming back and coming back, and then he made his Why Not Foundation have the charity event there. So that just puts it into perspective just a little bit more how much he likes routine. Yeah. So um, I guess for Thunder fans that are holding out hope that the Thunder don't part ways with Russell Westbrook, I mean, you can hold on to that. Um Sam Presti and this organization loves Russell Westbrook for a plethora of reasons. I'm sure they... Um, scratch their head at a few of the things that he's done um, on the floor, even a little bit off the floor in terms of his media relationship dealings. But overall, they love him, and they're going to do everything that they can probably to keep him unless Russell Westbrook just simply says, you know what, I want to try and win a championship. I don't think I can do it here now with a bunch of young players and assets moving forward. I don't, I'm 31 years old. I don't want to be a part of a rebuild. I'm just not there in my career anymore. And 
if that's the case, then I don't blame Russell Westbrook, and I don't think Sam Presti will blame him either. He's Then he's going to go the other, other route, Madison. That's what we, I guess we can talk about next is the potential of Russell Westbrook being dealt. And I know there's the kind of the hot topic rumored team right now It's is the Miami Heat. I'm going to just tell you this. I'm going to just tell you this right now. Uh, Russell Westbrook and Pat Riley would not get along. <laughs> I, they would get... They, they would get along in terms of Russell Westbrook's relentless play and his hard-nosed physical play on the floor. Like, Pat Riley would love that. That's why I think Jimmy Butler is going to f- thrive in Miami. The problem, is, the problem is, and maybe Jimmy Butler is going to have this same problem with Pat Riley because now that I think about it, they're, Jimmy and Russell are somewhat similar in how they, they demand things to be a certain way even off the floor in terms of how the organization is run. Um Pat Riley wouldn't even let LeBron James boss him around when LeBron was in Miami. I don't think Pat Riley would want Russell Westbrook to boss him around or say, like, I want the the locker room temperature to be this. I want I want my training regiment to be this way. I don't know if Pat Riley would cater to Russell Westbrook when he didn't really fully cater to LeBron James. So um, I, I and also just from a an asset standpoint, I mean, I'm a Miami Heat fan. I don't get to watch them as much as I used to. Um, but I've seen some of these hypothetical um, trade crops that the Thunder could receive in the uh, potential Russell Westbrook trade to Miami. You don't want Justice Winslow. You don't want uh, Goran Dragic. You, like for what this team is probably building to do right now, which is just build for the future, you don't want those guys. Uh, the Thunder need just more, probably more draft picks and maybe some expiring contracts to just shed their salary. Um, like a Danilo Gallinari, if the Thunder hold on to him for this year. Um, so, you know, it, it's just really weird, Madison, just talking about Russell Westbrook being traded because I think we've kind of um, conditioned ourselves this entire offseason to the point of, well, if anybody gets traded on this roster, it's more than likely like a lesser end player to shed salary. Um, something that would get our attention would be like a, a player like Dennis Schroeder. But I think a lot of us even assumed when he signed on with the Thunder last year that, yeah, he's probably going to be here for a year and then play his way out of his um, contract. Um, we'll want to have his own team somewhere else. He'll play well enough to be able to start for, you know, a handful of bad teams in the league. And the Thunder will trade him to get some more assets. So that was kind of like the realistic but not too shocking. Uh, Steven Adams is kind of in the realm of like, wow, that's that's a shocking trade if that were to ever materialize. But we never, ever for once thought Russell Westbrook or Paul George would be in the, you know, in the trading department. Paul George is already gone, and now we're talking about Russell Westbrook being traded. So I guess my question to you, Madison, um, this, I know some people would probably hesitate to call this still the first era of Thunder basketball because there there have been a few chapters in between. You know, there was th- the Thunder with Kevin Durant, Russell, and James Harden. Then it was Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. And then Kevin Durant leaves. And then it's Russell Westbrook by himself. And then Russell Westbrook with Paul George and Carmelo Anthony. And then ultimately just Paul George. So there have been multiple chapters, but... I still kind of think of this as the first era of Thunder basketball because Russell Westbrook is still here and he's the face of the franchise and he's been the complete constant. And because of Russell Westbrook's place in Oklahoma City, um, I don't want to say Sam Presti's and the Thunder's hands were tied because they, oh my God, they unfortunately are stuck with Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook's still one of the best players on earth. But, But when you have a player like him that plays the way that he does, that he's such a demanding force... 
you kind of, like we've been talking about Madison, you've kind you kind of have to cater to him in ways not just off the floor, but even on the floor. You have to get certain players around him, but in order to get those players, you have to have money, you have to have uh, roster flexibility in terms of trades, and then it doesn't hurt to have a beach or Hollywood, you know. But the Thunder, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah, un- the unfortunately the Thunder don't have those luxuries. So um, a player of Russell Westbrook's uh, style. It makes it so much harder for Sam Presti to probably do what he wants in terms of his uh, player development, in terms of his roster flexibility. But again, I'm not trying to say the Thunder were stuck with Russell Westbrook. It was a luxury to have him. But now I feel like um, basically the point I'm getting to is if Russell is dealt, this is probably the, the place where Sam Presti thrives the most. Now, he's not going to enjoy possibly blowing it up and the Thunder sucking and missing the playoffs. And they could very well miss the playoffs if they keep Russell Westbrook. I mean, there's no guarantee how good this roster is as it as it's currently constructed, but um, I just can't stress enough. I understand why people would be upset with Sam Presti, especially when you look back at his entire career. But I can't stress enough, if you're going to rebuild the team, uh, I would probably pick Sam Presti towards the top of my list for the guys that could uh, get that done, possibly. No, yeah, yeah. I think right now... Um, and it makes sense, but I think right now Thunder fans are a little bit in a panic because, uh, this, uh, there's a lot of instant gratification that people are really searching for. And I think right now after three straight years of first round exits, people are a little fed up with this. And so it's just kind of a mentality thing to think, okay, well, you're four, like, we're going to do this. We're going to get out of the first round. It's going to be great. This team's going to really thrive. It's going to do something different. And, when the announcement of Paul George being traded hit, I think that really took people back to a, well, this is just taking a step back. Like, this is just a step back. This is not a step forward. This is not um, what we wanted. But in perspective and in reality, it's not the worst thing because, yeah, everyone's using the term of this being a rebuilding year. Yeah, it might be, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I think people need to calm down, to trust the front office a little bit more. Because yeah, it was it was a little crazy. This trade was for sure. But I think that right now Russell Westbrook is still here. Nothing has happened. Yeah, there's a lot of talk going on, but there was a ton of talk with Stephen Adams, and nothing really happened yet. So I think right now there's nothing to be too panicked about. If that does happen, yeah, it happens, and. Who knows who they could bring in? Who knows uh, what could happen for that? Maybe, 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 maybe Russell Westbrook just doesn't fit in with the Thunder anymore. And oh my God, I'm so scared that people are going to like have no, my head no. for saying Madison, that. I think that's completely fair just because... It is. I mean, Sam Presti and this, this coaching staff, the front office, they see all the same things that we do, yet they have a probably a more... Fi- they definitely have a more fine-tuned basketball mind than we do. So they, they see the same flaws that we do. They understand yes. that they understand that Russell Westbrook's play is not conducive in the postseason. They understand that he's easy to stop because he makes things personal and uh, defenses are able to funnel him into the paint. And if he misses the layup, he complains to the officials. He doesn't go back on defense, and then it's five on four. That has lost that play. You know, sprinkled all over the place in these first um, first rounds over the last three years has really helped the Thunder into three consecutive disappointments. I mean, maybe two consecutive disappointments. I'm not going to count the Houston one as a disappointment. That was a 
complete underdog match um, for the Thunder going up against James Harden and the Rockets that year. But, um, I mean, I, I think that that's completely fair to say, Madison, because, um, like I said earlier on the, on the on the show, I think this gives Sam Presti basically a get-out-of-jail-free card because maybe he... May, Maybe he thought um, a few years ago, I, yeah, I probably need to trade Russell. But then Russell says, no, I want to stay. And then Presty realizes, if I trade a player who said to me that, no, I want to stay in Oklahoma City, yes, even after Kevin Durant left, and Russell Westbrook goes to a different team after a trade and then is asked about the trade and he says, actually, I wanted to stay. I, did, I, I told Sam Presty I wanted to stay. I don't know how you could ever convince anybody else to ever come play here. Whether it's <laughs> whether it's a superstar you've drafted, whether it's a, a, a high end role player, whether it's a guy like a Wesley Matthews. I don't I don't understand I don't see if that were to happen, how you could get away as a GM moving forward if you did that. And then not to mention just the love affair that Oklahoma City has with Russell Westbrook. The fans would just eviscerate Sam Presti if he had done something oh, like yeah. that. But now there's you know, that pressure is kind of taken off because I think a large portion of the fan base, um, if Russell is traded, would just see it as, I mean, yeah. I mean, if he goes to another team to contend for a, um, I'm, and I almost said a national championship, you got me into college football mindset as well, um, to contend for an NBA finals, uh, to con- contend for, um, for a higher seed in the playoffs. I don't think I think a lot of Thunder fans would uh, would understand that they would of course be sad to see Russell Westbrook go, but I think it'd be on much more realistic terms of it, this window is closed, and uh, for both parties, the Thunder need to start preparing for whatever the next era of Thunder basketball is, whether that's good or bad. Like they need to start preparing for it now to give themselves a chance, and Russell needs to start preparing for the tail end of his career. Um, especially um, in the tail end of his prime to possibly contend for championships. So it, it's just a situation that I think Sam Presti has a little bit more ammo to deal with than he probably did um, maybe even a few seasons ago. Oh, no, yeah, for sure. And, like, you make a really good point right there. Like, Russell is 31 years old. I mean, I'm not, like, an expert, and when guys start to really lose their mojo in the NBA because clearly there are still guys who are person like, 50 that are doing – pretty good work out there still but like Thunder fans need to realize this guy he's been here he's done some really incredible things uh that 2016-17 season was by far his best season he was phenomenal out there obviously won the MVP I'm sorry but Russell Westbrook he's I'm not saying his talent is deteriorating because it's definitely not like you said earlier he is still one of the best basketball players out there definitely a future hall of famer uh this guy has done incredible things for Oklahoma City in all respects and hats off to him but like I said I mean he I don't I don't think he's fitting in in Oklahoma City anymore which yeah that sounds kind of crazy but I, I think right now with every coming season something like I don't, it doesn't change about him, but it, it like doesn't get better. And then he kind of tends to present more problems. And we talked about this on the show this morning, but this season it was arguing with the officials a ton. He had so many technical fouls. I'm sure Nina Westbrook was like, boy, stop it. Like we're paying fines right and left. We don't want to do, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure money's not an issue for them, but like still, he was arguing with the officials all the time. He was extremely hot-tempered this season, not just on the court, but off the court in the locker room with the media. I mean, he presented a lot of problems with the media this year. It became a national joke 
that there were Portland media members who were literally talking about trying to get Russell Westbrook to next question them just to get the attention. And that is just sad that people are coming to Oklahoma City, and that's the big story is how Russell Westbrook is going to react to the media. And so right now, I know I kind of went off on a tangent about his character, but I'm also saying, like, maybe it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world for the future of Thunder basketball if Russell Westbrook found found a different team this coming season or even the season after if he did stay one more year here in Oklahoma City who knows but I I don't know I I think that it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world yes I totally understand people being very distraught about uh the absence of Russell Westbrook in a Thunder jersey because people don't know any better there's never been a Thunder team without Russell Westbrook and so that would just be devastating to a lot of Thunder fans but if people take a couple of steps back and really think about the future of this organization, it might not be the worst thing. And so I, I don't know. I'm just, the more I think about it and the more I digest just the idea of Thunder basketball without Russell Westbrook, it's not the worst thing in the world. And I know I keep saying that, but there's just, there's so much potential for this organization taking step forward. And they have all these new faces coming in right now. The entire league is changing right now. And yeah, there's a lot of talent taking place in California, but also there could be a lot of talent taking place in Oklahoma city. Maybe it won't be this coming year, but I mean, who knows? I think there anything is possible with this league. It's changing by the day. And I really do think Sam Presti and the front office are full of smart people. So there's really no telling what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, kind of just what I was saying. I just I don't think Russell Westbrook is fitting in like here in Oklahoma City anymore, and that's just kind of the reality of it. Just with the way that he is not evolving, but he somewhat is, if that makes sense. Yeah, and kind of to what you said about the potential that this organization now has with all these draft picks, um, assets, pick swaps, what have you. Um, I, I will say this: I, I try not to tell. I try not to. I try to do my be- the best job that I can without trying to tell fans how to think or feel because I, I think that that's silly. I'm not here to uh, tell you that you should hate Paul George. I'm not here to tell you that you should want Russell Westbrook to be gone. I want fans to have their own opinions. It makes it more fun. But I will say this: I have already had a few of these in my mentions over the last you know 20 or so hours of how the Clippers picks aren't going to be good because Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are on a stacked team, they're in their primes, they're going to be good for a while. You do not know that. This league has shown in the last seven years has shifted or pivoted two or three times, and each time it it comes from something of like, oh man, the Heat are going to run this league for 10 years. The Heat ran the league for about four years, and they won two championships. And then it pivoted to um, the, the Warriors, even before Kevin Durant, it was going to be either the Warriors, the Cavs with LeBron James, or the Thunder with Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. KD goes to the Warriors, and it's like, oh my God, the the Warriors, they're going to be the best team ever assembled, which they probably are um, with Kevin Durant, but they're going to be so good for the next 10 years. Uh, They spent three years together and won two championships. Like We don't know how good or bad the Clippers are going to be three, four years from now, definitely five years from now. Like, for all we know, they could be up the, the Clippers of old and back to the lottery, and then the Thunder are positioned fairly well. And if their young talent develops, they won't be in the lottery forever. 
I, I mean, that's still a long shot. I mean, Darius Baisley, who knows what he is? Who knows how much of a leap Hamadou Diallo, Terrence Ferguson, Deontay Burton, who knows what they can do? Who knows if um, Shai Gilgis-Alexander is going to be – I mean, I think he's going to be a part of this team moving forward just because of how good – A, he's really damn good. Uh, he looks he looks like a Sam Presti draft pick anyway. He's he's really tall. He's six six point guard, um, and he can shoot. By the way, he's a thirty six thirty seven percent three point shooter and a near. Oh man, what did he shoot like forty six forty seven percent from the uh, field? He's a good shooter. Just you know, for those that didn't pay attention to him last year, um, the Thunder have flexibility on their roster right now, and they have guys that they can develop on top of all the potential assets they can have moving forward. Um, but again, I, I would just say you don't crown the thunder just yet because they're going to draft three new hall of famers, you know, in the next five years, cause they're going to have all these lottery picks, but also don't bury them because you think the clip um, the Clippers are only going to have like the 30th pick, the 28th pick, the 26th pick. We don't, we just don't know. And if recent history has told us anything, this league will change in two, two years, maybe even three years. And who knows, maybe, maybe Paul George is just cursed to be perpetually hurt now. Maybe he comes back because he's he's not coming back for training camp at all. He's not going to be back probably for the first month of the season, and that was something that the Thunder were going to have to have an uphill battle with. With with as good as the Western Conference is going to be this year, if Paul George is still on this team, the Thunder are not a guaranteed playoff team um, because we don't know how long Paul George um, has to return to the floor. Um, you know, so many things are uh, so many things are in play. So I would just I would just recommend caution for thunder fans and patience and i know that's probably the last thing you want to hear because that sounds like a sam presti press conference but that's just basically the reality of it um but i guess madison before we get on to like a few more house cleaning notes towards the end um i i mean are you still at all stunned like this this all feels really surreal to me yeah, yeah, I'm a little stunned, just because every time I get on Twitter, there's something new being said, and I really hate that I keep resorting back to Twitter, but that's just kind of what the world has come to now. Um, I think a lot of people are stunned by a lot of the moves that are being uh, made in the NBA, and it's not necessarily like a bad, like disappointing, out-for-blood type of stun. It's just kind of like a, dang, like, that was a reality hit right there, and Honestly, just like for me personally, I wish Paul George the best. I mean, this is this is these guys' careers. This is what they have worked their entire life for. And so this kind of applies to Russell Westbrook too. Like I respect these guys, I respect their games, I respect the two years Paul George gave Oklahoma City and all like what the eleven years that Russell has given. That's really phenomenal right there. And honestly, like if these guys need to go elsewhere to really um, amplify their careers and really play to the strength that they're trying to play to, then so be it. And I wish them the best of luck, honestly. But yeah, honestly, ready to answer your question, I still am pretty stunned by it. Um, I am going to be very eager to watch a lot of Clippers games now. Never thought I would say that before, but I never hated the Clippers, <laughs> but I, they just never brought too much uh sexiness if you may and uh no one really cared about the lakers like a couple of years ago so this is going to be real interesting los angeles is about to burn down i swear my goodness but yeah it's it's a lot of shocking news and honestly i think the past couple of years this has been the most uh interested 
and the most uh, stunned I've been seeing all the trades go on. Yeah, and it's it's going to keep happening, Madison. It's going to, um, I mean, obviously the Thunder, I mean, whatever, I mean, regardless of what happens with Russell Westbrook, the Thunder are not done. I mean, they can do other things outside of Russell Westbrook if they just choose, if Russell wants to stay and Presti wants to keep him, which is very much in play. I mean, like we said, they've got Danilo Gallinari, who's an attractive asset because he's an expiring contract, and he's a pretty damn good player in his own right. He's just a complete and utter injury-prone player. So who knows how the Thunder view him moving forward? Um, even the guys that they um, signed recently, Mike Muscala and Alec Burks, those were those were signings for a team of the mindset of running it back and just trying to fix uh, some of the fringes of the roster. With how this team is now after the Paul George trade, they don't really make that much sense. But again, so much is going to happen. Um, <laughs> I, I I'm even scared to post this podcast because I guarantee you something will happen. As like, you know, I remember I said the 30 minute grace period, it's going to come out like 20 minutes after I put this damn thing up there. But um, really quick, Madison, we did bury the lead. The Thunder officially signed Nerlens Noel today. Um, yes, yes. Um, the actual news that everybody's been waiting for on this podcast. Uh, the Thunder do not release their numbers. Uh, it's just kind of a team policy. Um, but Keith Smith does a really good job of uh, covering the Boston Celtics. Um, and he's kind of like our uh, our very own John Hamm. He's a capologist type personality. Uh, he reported that Nerlens Noel is on a minimum deal. That's kind of been reported here and there, but I just wanted to put that out there. And then also, Madison, the Thunder signed a two-way contract, Mr. Lou Dort from Arizona State. So have no fear, Thunder fans. Help is on the way. <laughs> well, that's kind of awesome. Yeah, I, I haven't really uh read too much into mr uh, ludorts but that's that's awesome because that is case in point right there that this team is still making moves and i think people are a little peeved that the thunder were so quiet uh during the whole free agency thing um this past sunday oh wow that was a week ago that seems like months ago no kidding um, seriously though but i think people are a little peeved they were so quiet not okay a week later and now they're making some noise it may not be exactly what they wanted, but they're making some noise now. Yes, that's, I think that's awesome that Nerlens has been signed, like he's going to be here another season. Uh, I was always a big fan of Nerlens. He's a great guy to talk to, but he's also a really good backup center. He was someone I really felt confident uh, whenever he would watch the scorer's table and have to relieve Steven Adams. So that that's really good on them that they were able to uh, persuade Nerlens to stay here and to keep contributing and doing his thing. So that's awesome. Um but, yeah, I mean, exactly what Brady said. They're not done yet. I, I really think this organization has some stuff up their sleeves right now. And I think that it is a very long process into building something that could really last a long time and be very special to the city. It's not going to happen overnight. And so it's all about patience right now. It's all about trusting the front office, Sam Presti, uh, seeing what these guys want to do and if, they have a big guy like Russell Westbrook and Paul George walk away, then you just got to wish them well and really hope that this team can build something great out of it. And so I'm probably sounding like an optimistic fool, but no, I've always, I've always been kind of full of optimism and it's just been interesting to see what's going on uh, the past. Oh gosh, week. <laughs> I feel like it's been going on for months, but no, it's only been about a week. So yeah, I mean, Let's go. Buckle up. Yeah, I mean, Thunder fans, 
basketball will still continue in Oklahoma City. That I have no doubt. Um, Thunder fans are very loyal. And yes, if Russell Westbrook is traded, um, are some people that um, just renewed their season tickets in Oklahoma City, are they like making some phone calls? I mean, yeah, I have no doubt that there will be a drop off in like visible attendance. But um, I have no doubt that uh, this fan base can take it they they've had pretty much almost everything that could happen to you as a fan base um being one of the worst teams in the league uh making the playoffs for the first time having future hall of famers on your team having a future hall of famer uh just walk away trading a future hall of famer having a hall of famer stick around getting another all-star to um get traded here and then get him to stay like everything that you could possibly um happen that can possibly happen to you as a fan base has happened to the thunder in just 11 years. So um, whatever happens, it's going to be fun. And Madison and I will do our best, best work to try and uh, keep you guys abreast of all the informations. Um, But yeah, Madison, I guess that'll do it. I guess that'll do it for us uh, tonight. And like I said, some crap's probably going to happen as soon as we put this out. But um Thank you so much for working hard today. You worked a double, and uh, I'm going to pray for you that you get to keep your Apple Watch. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Hey, good job for you, Brady. Like, you've been up late. You've been writing. You've been just, you've been kicking ass, I'm going to say it. So, honestly, like, you have some good people covering the thunder, folks. Just remember that. Yep. And, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. Oh, and see, look, Paul George just tweeted out something about Oklahoma. Um, I guess I'll just read it. Um, shout out to everybody that hates when people read stuff online on a podcast. So let me try and find it. Da, 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 da. Paul George. Let's see what he has to say. And, of course, it's an Instagram link, so now i got to go to that. Ugh. Okay. So Paul George puts on his Instagram, thank you, Oklahoma, for two great years. You took me in as one of your own uh, the day I touched down. Thank you to the fans for uh, who make representing these three letters mean something. Thank you to Sam and Clay for being the best management a franchise and player could ask for. Thank you to the friends within the organization that took care of my family and I whenever we needed help. The picture shown, which is um, just guys in the huddle and they're all hugging each other picture shown is a bond that can't be broken i truly loved and enjoyed the uh race from start to finish thank you oklahoma you already know what it is um at russell westbrook love you brody so uh wow, yeah see um that will that will go a long way with this fan base i have no doubt um that's something that thunder fans wish kevin durant would have done uh, he chose to just write like 34 words or something in his next chapter piece that were pretty vague and not very specific. Um, that That's kind of the difference. And like I said at the beginning, uh, Paul George, yes, he demanded a trade. So not necessarily a team player, but he did give the Thunder a chance to live to fight another day. So um, I would just say if I could um, make one wish for Thunder fans, it's... Um, don't boo the crap out of him like he's Kevin Durant when he comes back next year. That's just my that's my take. He chose to stay here. It was monumental for this franchise and organization. So uh, that'll mean something, I guess, at some point. No, I completely agree. I think Paul George 
uh, deserves the utmost respect, really, because, like, this this is just going to happen sometimes in the league, but really, I truly believe him when he says that he uh, respects the city, he respects the organization, he had a good run here in Oklahoma City, and now it's just time to move on for him, and, I mean, heck, like, he gets to go home, he probably gets to be closer to family, he gets to be closer to what he grew up around, so, I mean, good for him, and I agree, like, don't boo him. Like, that's just, you know, be an organization and a fan base that people are proud of. And so I think Paul George, like, I really do think he's going to get a lot of respect when he comes back. Well, awesome. Let's get the hell out of here before more shit happens. Uh, Thanks once again. (laughs) Uh, Thanks once again to Miss Madison Morris. Um, Yeah, I will be in Vegas on Monday. Um, I'll be there from Monday through Friday. Um, So I'll have some podcasts coming out, probably some mini pods. Um, Chisholm will be doing a podcast by himself or with somebody might be with you Madison I don't know what he has planned for the Monday show Uh, depending on what happens on Wednesday Madison I'll be in talks with you whether we can do a podcast together on Wednesday or if you'll have to do it by yourself because I'll be covering um, a rather erratic summer league team which lost by the way tonight um, or earlier today they lost they lost the Utah Jazz like 77 to 66 Hamadou Diallo had an okay game, but uh, the shooting, uh, I can compare his shooting development to Terrence Ferguson running the point last year. It's a work in progress. Uh, But rest assured, we will keep you covered this week as Summer League gets deeper and deeper into the process. But uh, yes, everybody, thank you for listening to the OKC82 podcast. I've rambled on too long by now. Thank you all for listening, and have a good night.